All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Better Little Never <laughs> ah, shit. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I would say a big fuck to Nick. Tyler Yorenza must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Turn it down. Turn down the intro. We got stuff to do. I got places to be. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever. It's Wednesday, but this time it's Wednesday morning. It's not in the afternoon. Long live Arby's indeed. By the time you get this notification that there's a fresh podcast, you'll probably go, Bag Milk, why are you doing this so early? Normally, this is a Wednesday afternoon thing. Well, Frank is in town. Frank Saravalli, as well as my dog. I'll talk about him in a second. Amal is in town. He's our new uh, head of original programming at the network. So he's going to be looking out after podcasts like this one, after the live shows, trying to level us up. Looking forward to spending some time with both of those guys. But the point is, I got to get going. And first, before we get into it, I got to shout out the audio department. Of course, they're helping me make sense of all this audio. They're helping me get it right. They're helping me sound better. So for that, I appreciate them. Go record a podcast there, record an album, record whatever you want. You can book some studio time right at the audio department.ca. Going to get us started with a couple of things that are one, near and dear to my heart. Two, some updates for you. And then three, a couple of nation events that are on the calendar that I want to get to before we get to the news. So first up, one, can I just, can I just talk about Blink-182 for a second? Go. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Those two new songs I released last week after I recorded the podcast one more time and more than you know. (sighs) 
it just makes me happy. They just make me feel like a teenager again, and it's, uh, I love that band. They've been my favorite band since I'm 12. I know a lot of people shit on Blink, but uh, they're just fun, and the new songs are fun, and having Tom back in the band is fun, and having them essentially make all the 30-somethings emotional with their video for one more time that goes back over a bunch of the videos from the past was uh, hit right in the feels, hit them all too. Uh, So thanks, Blink. Happy you're back. I'm looking forward to the new album promotion tour so I could spend way too much money to go see you again. This will be like the seventh or eighth time. Next up, the hoodies should be available for pickup next week if I'm following the timelines correctly from who is making them. Again, for everybody that won a hoodie, I've got all your info. I've got your sizes. I've got uh, where they need to be. So I'm hoping to pick those up next week. I'm going to follow up with that after the podcast today. But you should be getting a a podcast hoodie in the mail in time. We're going to do it again. I don't know when exactly. Uh, It was expensive for those hoodies. And I had to take my boy to the vet again yesterday. Um, I love my dog. I love my dog, Frank, more than anything. And if you follow me on social, you probably have a pretty good indication that that dog means the world to me. What I don't like, however, are his allergies. Yesterday, I took him into the vet. He has got a bacterial ear infection in both ears and a little bit of pink eye in both eyes. So he was having some issues. He's got all kinds of meds. And if you have a pet, if you go to the vet regularly or if anything just happens, they don't give it away. I'm just going to put it that way. So <laughs> September ended up being an expensive month for your old boy bag milk. But my dude is going to be on the mend here. He's going to have clear eyes and clear ears and uh, easy to be back. I mean, it's pretty much normal anyway, but, you know, you're having some issues. Fucking ear infections. I don't know the last time you had an ear infection was. It's not fun. I was trying to think of the last time I had one yesterday when I got the diagnosis that he has a bacterial ear infection. I go, huh, that reminds me of that banana-flavored medicine that we always used to have to drink as kids back in the 90s. You get an ear infection, banana medicine. Ear infection, banana medicine. That's just kind of how it went. So anytime I I taste like one of those uh, fake banana candies or like a banana Slurpee or something, it takes me right back to having an ear infection. So Frank, unfortunately, you only get eardrops. You don't get delicious, not delicious banana medicine. Keep your thoughts up for Frank's head because it's gross and gooey. (laughs) Ah, shit dogs, man. Uh, the other things I want to talk about is a couple of nation events that are on the calendar. On Friday, we've been talking about it out at Century Mile. We're going to do the nation night at the racetrack that is coming up on Friday evening, starting at six. Tyler's going to be doing a live on location episode of Oilers Nation every day. We are going to be there. We're going to play some bets. We're going to be there as a squad. Come say hi. We are also going to have an Oilers Nation leg of the race. I don't exactly know what that means. I pitched the idea that we have everybody run a lap, but given the fitness of some or all of our employees, myself included, the fine folks at Century go, well, we don't know if we have the insurance coverage to have someone collapse at corner one on the track, you know? I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying, like, you know, I thought it would have been a great idea. 
The second event that I want to talk about before we get into the news is on October 11th, we are going to be launching that this week. So that is the season opener party. We're going to be doing it downtown Agretta. We are going to have a bunch of prizes to give away. We are going to have a charity component. We're going to be raising some money for kids sport. We are going to have a bunch of things to give away. So your ticket is going to get you a swag bag. It's going to get you an entry into a bunch of the prizes. It's going to give you a chance to challenge Tyler Uremchuk to some Mario Kart. And... Rumor has it, it's not a rumor, podcast confession. We are going to have 15 pairs of tickets to give away to a, oh, I don't know, a big outdoor event that's coming in October. Don't know if you can figure out which one. It's going to be at the place where the football team plays. I don't know if you can tie these dots together, but we're going to have some tickets to give away to that. I don't know what event that is. It could be anything. If you think about it, think of the price of those tickets. Think of the fact that we have 15 pairs to give away. Well, maybe come on down to the party, open up the season with us, and you too could be going to whatever event that is. I have no idea. It could be literally anything. But with that out of the way, let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and it's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more whenever travel is in your plans. Going to start off the news with a memorable moment. So here we're talking about, I don't know what outdoor event I'm talking about. But if we're talking about making some memories here in 2023-24, I am very much looking forward to going to that outdoor event. I went to the Heritage Classic in Winnipeg a handful of years ago after a long bus ride. It ended up being one of the greatest experiences ever. We had a two-hour sun delay. We ended up drinking the stadium basically dry of beer. It was a fantastic weekend with the squad in Winnipeg, and I'm looking forward to doing it all again this year in October. This time it's in our own backyard. This time it's a BOA. This time I'm very much looking forward to getting going on this game. There's going to be a lot of us there, and I could not be more excited. Yesterday, along those lines, the Heritage Classic jerseys were released for both the Oilers and the Flames, and the reaction was pretty split, actually. The reaction was kind of, uh, well, you know, mostly, I would say, actually, no, I'm taking it back, mostly in favor of the jerseys, but... My opinion, I love the jersey. I love the look. I love the tribute. It's paying homage to the yesteryear. I love all that. Uh, Inspired by the historic Edmonton Mercury's team that won gold at the 1952 Olympics. So I get it. I like it. The jerseys look real fresh to me. I, If I can get a Ryan Nugent Hopkins jersey, which I've, I've heard, and I can't confirm this, so just don't take it to the bank. This is just what I've heard. I've heard you can't get personalized names on a lot of these. They've got Drysdale and McDavid for sale. Makes sense. But like, if you want a Nugent Hopkins, which is what I would get, may take some doing to make that happen. Why? Why can't Nuge have a jersey? He's been here the longest. Everybody loves him. We kept him forever. Come on, figure it out. I'm hoping. I'm hoping they're going to figure it out, Satan. <laughs> Press the button before you change voices. Uh, the colors feature the current Oilers orange and royal blue, complemented by vintage white, uh, invoking age established uh, establishments and textiles of vintage uniforms. The crust is layered felt with heritage uh, top stitch. Leather-looking plants and gloves recall hockey gear from yesteryear. 
Battle of Alberta emblazons the inside back neck in tribute to this celebrated rivalry. I love the jerseys. I love the colors. I love that they're trying something different. If you remember the Heritage Classic in Winnipeg, I kind of gave it to the Oilers a little bit for doing nothing special outside of putting a, a patch on their jersey. This time they're doing something different. I just don't like the pants and the gloves. I get it. It's a throwback to 100 years ago, the 1952 Edmonton Mercuries. I get all that, but like, I just don't think it matches very well. And I feel like our boys deserve to match and look fresh, you know? So when I put that out there on Twitter, I just said, hey, I wish the, you know, I love the jerseys, not so sure about the pants and gloves. Is it just me? And your feedback came in, and it kind of seemed like it was just me. Mainlining the coffee says, kind of wish they did the full pants, but the brown ties it all together. Skinner's pads are dripping, as the kids say these days. Ryan says, it's just you. The brown is awesome. Rick says, it is an ugly combination. Sean says, I dig the brown. I think these are going to look fire on the ice. McKinnon just says, just you, bud. D. Smith says, I'm more bothered by the placement of the C than anything. It looks sloppy with the line running through it. Wade says the oiler jersey, although nice, looks like a high school hockey jersey. The pants and gloves are just plain awful. Ocelot says, nah, they fit the retro look well. They're sick. Adam loves it. Sarah loves it all. Uh, Geekly Confused says it's retro. I like it. Rick says, I feel like this photo does not do the uni justice. The action photos look way better. Steve says, I'm loving the brown pants and gloves. Babich Stash says the brown is cool and the jerseys rule. Baptism by Oil says, big fan of the old school brown pants and gloves. So as you can see, it's kind of uh it's kind of all over the place. Tyler says, this is the correct take. Jerseys are great, can handle the gloves, but the brown pants are playing well brown and depressing. L says the color is bad, but at least they aren't short shorts like the Calgary Flames one. Richard says the color of the gloves and pants is objectively gross, but for a heritage throwback, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, Ron says, I love the old school pants and gloves look, but not with this jersey. This jersey is fucking beautiful. So a lot of feedback coming in on the Heritage Classic jerseys. I want to hear from you. JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram and TikTok. Just hit me up. I want to know what you think. Do you like the jerseys? Do you hate the jerseys? I want to know. Changing gears a little bit, we are going into uh, tonight's what? Preseason game three? Fuck, there's still five left after tonight. So six total counting tonight. The cuts are starting to be made. One interesting cut that happened earlier in the week was Bo Akey got sent back to his junior team. Some folks felt that he had a strong showing in the first preseason game, thought he might stick around a little bit. But at the end of the day, he wasn't making the team. Get him back to junior. Can we talk about how much people love arguing about line combinations in the preseason? Satan's been watching from afar. Let me tell you, some of you guys are out of control. All you're looking at is, Oh, Dylan always on the third line and is playing with the guys. He's not going to be on the team. How can Woodcroft do this? Woodcroft sabotaging the season. Come on, man. Yeah, I agree. It's it's weird to be this invested or kind of have an opinion either way about preseason line combinations this early on, but... It's what we do. It's why we're passionate. It's why Edmonton Oilers fans are the best fans on earth. But what about Canucks fans? We have fun over here, too. Don't worry about it, Quads. Don't worry about that. Uh, so the, the cuts are, are, are beginning, you know? The cuts are beginning. And uh, hopefully we narrow this down a little bit sooner than maybe it's going so far, just so that I'm, I'm ready to get the show going. I might be going to the Rogers place tonight for the game. I haven't fully decided yet if we're going to go, but um, 
it'll be back to be, it'll be great to be back in the barn for something other than a concert. We went to a bunch of concerts this season or the summer. You already know that, but looking forward to the season getting started outside of, and I'm trying to find the tweet here live on the fly while we're, while I'm recording about the new concession prices that kind of, um, are going around. So the one that's going around is twenty nine twenty five for a burger and a beer. And that's kind of the one that's making the rounds on Twitter right now. Twenty nine twenty five for a burger and a beer. So essentially a beer is what? Thirteen, fourteen dollars these days? So that's fifteen bucks for the beer, and it doesn't look like you get fries with that. <laughs> Uh, stop taking advantage of your fan base i know it's a third party that runs the concessions i know that the oilers contract that out it is not the oilers that set the prices so we should know that but you can step in at some point and be like hey let's not gouge the fan base i like to think so anyway but maybe that's just me so twenty nine twenty five for a burger and a beer that one's making the rounds this morning on twitter and i thought it was I mean, it's just more of the same as last year. What was it? $38 for two large pops and a popcorn? Markup on that is 9,000%. Give us a break, please. At some point. Or eat before you go. I guess that is the move. Eat before you go. Grab something at any of the fine restaurants around the arena. Pop into Greta. Play some games. Have a little pregame at Greta. You'll be much happier. And having a couple more nickels in your pockets if you want to eat before the game the other thing i want to touch on is cam lewis wrote an article this week at oilersnation.com saying can Connor mcdavid hit 1000 career points this season and i thought how many points does he have now we know Connor puts up points on mass last year he had 153 career high in i mean goals assists points everything you name it Connor had a career high last year so looking at it today 850 points on the button. If he hits 150 points again this season, it's going to take some luck. It's going to take some skill. He's got plenty of that. It's going to take a lot of luck and kind of, uh, you know, to make this happen. But the point I'm getting at is it's not unreasonable given that he hit 100 points, 150 points last year. He could become the third fastest player in NHL history to hit 1,000 points if he does that. That is something that I didn't know that I was going to be cheering for until now. Until now. I love it. I didn't know. I did not know. And it makes me happy. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting it out there because I think that we just... This is another opportunity for us to kind of look at the Edmonton Oilers and kind of appreciate what we get to watch on a nightly basis. Remember, Connor's still in his 20s. Right. This isn't like one of those things where it's like he's on the back half of his career. He is just one of the people that's like he's old and busted and he hits a thousand points and we all have a celebration. No, he is going into his prime, man. Going into his prime. And I quote from my boy Coomsey If McDavid can have another performance as he did last year, he would become the third fastest player to ever reach 1,000 points in the NHL. He can't reach the milestone as quickly as Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux did, but McDavid has Mike Bossy's 656 games to 1,000 points within reach. That is amazing company. Amazing, amazing company that uh, we're talking about here. It, it's it's just incredibly impressive. So rounding out the top five, you've got Mike Bossy in third place. You've got Peter Statsny in fourth. 682 games it took him. Uh, he was 33 when he did that. Yari Curry was 29 when he did it in 716 games. Uh, Guy Lafleur was 29 and 720. Uh, Brian Trottier was 28 and 726. 
Denny Savard, Steve Eisman, Marcel Dion. So you're getting legends of the game, and Connor's already putting himself within that group. Connor McDavid enters the 2023-24 season with 850 points through 569 games in his career. If we're talking about Alberta Blue Cross and making some fresh memories, how about Connor McDavid cementing himself as one of the league's best players already at this point in his career? Bag milk, you're excited. If you thought about it anymore, you'd rip a hole clean through your sweatpants. How dare you reveal such personal information about me, Satan? Point of the story, Connor, good. In not so, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's not bad news, but it's just, I'm getting anxious now. I want to know uh, some updates on Matthias Ekholm and Ryan McLeod. Matthias Ekholm, we know he had a hip flexor. It's going to keep him out. It's more of a precautionary thing that it is a problem. Him, I'm okay with. Ryan McLeod, though, we haven't really heard too, too much about what's going on with Ryan McLeod. I'm nervous about it. I just want my boy to be healthy. I predicted a 20 goal season for Ryan McLeod. And I think that is possible provided that he can stay healthy. Now, the fact that he is not healthy currently at this moment, a little bit concerning. Still early in the preseason. Plenty of time to go before October 11th when we set the season off at Greta. But I just want an update. I want to see Ryan McLeod's beautiful smile, his toothless grin out on the ice. I want it to make me happy. I want him to be out there smiling and having a good time. That's what I want. I want to know that he's good. But the others are keeping things, their cards close to the vest right now. I understand it. I appreciate it. I get it, but I don't like it. Is that fair to say? I feel like it's fair to say. Looking ahead at what is left of the week on the schedule tonight, the Oilers are playing Vancouver here at Rogers Place. On Friday, they're in Calgary to take on the Flams. On Saturday, they are in Vancouver to take on the Canucks. And on Monday, they are in Seattle to take on Seattle, the Kraken. This preseason cannot end soon enough. So what's interesting to me is tonight is the home game. So I imagine we're going to see McDavid and Dreisaitl. At least that's what Gregor's predicting in the GDB he's working on currently. I took a little peeky in the back end. Friday at Calgary, Saturday at Vancouver, Monday at Seattle. Who's playing in those games? Handful of NHLers. The big dogs probably are not going to be. Maybe Monday against Seattle. I don't know. Saturday, maybe. Monday, Saturday and Monday, I could see some of the big dogs coming out. We'll see what happens there. But this preseason cannot end soon enough. I want to be at Greta with all of you, and I want to be celebrating the start of the season, and I want to be cheering on games that mean something for real. Frankly, I just want you to stop pacing around your house talking about how the preseason sucks and you can't watch any of the games on TV. I am tired of your attitude, mister. You need to shape up or ship out. All right. Fair enough. Lastly, to wrap up the news for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross, Tyson Berry was on uh, Luke Gazdick's podcast, and he had a quote about being traded to Nashville, and it was something he didn't think that was going to happen unless he was traded to San Jose in exchange for Eric Carlson. And I quote the Mitzoff podcast is where this is from. I was having a pretty good year, and I didn't think I was on the radar. I heard some Eric Carlson rumors. I talked to Kenny, Ken Holland, of course, and he told me, that's kind of the only place you're going to go if we have a chance to get Eric Carlson. Barry's response was a composed, hey, no problem, indicating his understanding of the tantalizing opportunity presented to the Oilers of acquiring the the player that just won the Norris Trophy. Obviously, he went to Nashville in exchange for Matias Ekholm, felt like he didn't get a chance to kind of finish off what he started last year with the Oilers and have a chance at the Stanley Cup, and I can understand why a guy's bummed out about that. Can't you? Of course you can. Of course you can. The thing that I want to know is what it's going to take to get Tyson Berry back here. Now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm floating things out there. 
I'm just floating things out there. Currently, he is in the last year of his contract that pays him $4.5 million. The Oilers signed him to that. He signed that contract on July 28th of 2021. Is there an opportunity by the time we get to the trade deadline that Dyson Berry can come back and a little bit of flippy flippy? I'm not saying there is, but there could be. I'm not saying it's something we should start, but it may be something we should start. Tyson Berry was upset. He's a great puck mover. I like offense. Makes sense. But, of course, it's not a fit, probably, because we need defenders, not more offensive guys. We already have Evan Bouchard. Can you please stop wandering around the house trying to put long combinations together and pretending what you know what they need? You don't know shit, buddy. All right. Why is Satan being mean tomorrow, this morning? Hasn't had his coffee yet, I suppose. And that is where we're going to wrap up the news for Alberta Blue Cross. Let's make some memories, people. Of course, Alberta Blue Cross, there's one thing better than sharing memories. It's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross is the nation's official travel insurance partner for upcoming nation vacations and everything else that we've got going on. Check it out, Alberta Blue Cross, ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. This is Captain Felton from Vancouver. On behalf of all listeners of Better Late Than Never, Zoll will of thousands. Get fucked. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For the fine folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time for the righteous backbeating. Of course, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe, recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain operating units in Provost Weyburn and Kindersley. You want to know what kind of tools they have, and I'm here to give them to you. Rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tools for any job. TrilogyRentals.ca the righteous sack beating this week. I'm going to start it off very, very carefully and specifically. In game one of the preseason, I was complaining about the fact that the Oilers had their preseason games locked behind the Oilers plus paywall, whereas the Winnipeg Jets had it streaming for free on their website. There were a handful of people that came to me and said, why are you taking shots at Oilers plus all the time? Why are you taking shots at Oilers plus all the time? Here's the reality. I'm not. Oilers Plus is actually, I think it's a cool idea that the Oilers have. It's no different than a Patreon where they take you behind the scenes and give you access to players and bonus content like from the dressing rooms. All that good stuff comes out of Oilers Plus. So I have no problems with Oilers Plus for providing you bonus content. My problem today in the righteous sack beating is that the Oilers are putting preseason games that everybody else is broadcasting for free via their website behind a paywall. I don't understand why they do that, given that we're trying to grow the game. We're trying to get more people watching prospects, trying to get more people watching hockey in general. The bonus content, the stuff from the room, the stuff from the plane, the in-depth interviews, the, you know, the day-to-day, I get all that. That's bonus content. But when you've got your opponent streaming it for free on their website and people can just get directed over to the Winnipeg website at the time that I tweeted that, that is... It doesn't make sense to me that your games are behind a paywall. I get that you've got a bonus code right now, a promo code that actually makes it free to watch the preseason if you use the promo code, but the point remains the same. I get the tactics. I understand it. I actually appreciate Oilers Plus for what it is and what it can provide you. But at some point, it looks like you're just trying to take advantage of the hardcore fans that just want to watch the preseason, that just want to go watch a couple of prospects. And for me, I just think it's kind of gross. 
These are things that everybody else is giving us for free, and yet you are not. And I just don't get it. And that is the righteous sack beating of the week. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. We also have a, a guest a righteous sack beating this week. I have not heard this yet. So for our friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, we let's get to the bonus RSB. What do you got for us? Mate, I've got a huge fucking beef at the minute. All right. Huge beef. My boy Dukes is rattled. He is upset. And the fine folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals would love to hear why. Now, this goes beyond podcast politics, goes beyond hockey. It goes beyond the two dogs wrestling on my bed. I can hear them in the back. <clears throat> I'm talking about physics, right? Mm-hmm. My beef is with fucking physics. Like the laws of the universe? Or just the class they teach kids? Like, I'm, I'm curious where this is going, Dukes. The laws of the universe, it sounds like where it's going, and I'm, you know. Listen, I don't like gravity, but I deal with it. I'd like to jump over buildings. I'd like to jump over rivers. I'd like to jump as high as the sky. Can't do it. I'm working on it. Can't do it. Well, I, like most of us, big fan of cheese, right? Of course. I, you know, I, I enjoy a nice crumbly cheddar. Let the, uh, by the way, we haven't talked about cheese on this podcast in quite some time. We need to get back onto it because the price of cheese these days, everything's expensive at the grocery store. Cheese was always expensive. Now it's extra expensive, and I really dislike it. It's my, my, you know, it's my preference. And, you know, like most of most normal sane people, I like to shred it myself. I grate my own cheese. But- We've had this argument so many times. The pre-shredded cheese, I get it. If I get it for the convenience factor, but it doesn't taste as good. It's got that like cornstarchy powder on it to keep it from bunching together. It is no good. It is not nearly as good as shredding your own cheese. Shred your own cheese, people. I mean, to brag, single file ladies. I grate my own cheese. That's also the bio on my Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, but my problem is I like a good crumbly cheddar that crumbles like it's meant to, but when I'm grating it. So, like, I'm going to, you know, I have this really fine fucking microplane so the little little shreds of cheese come off like the wispy chin hairs of an Andalusian goat. Ooh, like pig. Um, but then I also get these big fuck-off dangle-bearing nuggets in the middle of it <laughs> or the block just falls apart and my knuckles end up, I end up with tiny strings of knuckle on my sandwich. <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> You want to see a man, boy? <laughs> I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. <laughs> what I learned there no is... Way. I said... What I learned there was... Uh, what did I just push? What I learned there was, uh, don't eat a sandwich at Duke's house. You might have skin in it. <laughs> I don't know if that's physics, my boy, or if that's your approach to grating cheese. I personally have never grated myself into my own food, but... Maybe I'm missing out. I don't know. Nation. Worst host. Your Ramchuk. I know. His meal choices are utter junk. Who the hell fries veggies drunk? Say it ain't so. Tyler won't go, he's celebrating, Cinco de Mayo, say it ain't so, Oilers will go, 
to the cup final and carry it home. Na 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 na. For our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, let's talk a little betting. This week, I want to look at a couple of goal prop bets that they've got as a future item for the Edmonton Oilers. They have got both Connor McDavid and Leon at minus 115 on either side now. So think about that. Connor McDavid's line is set at 55.5 goals. Last year, he scored 65. So the bet is, will he score 56 goals? Will he score under that? Minus 115, it's almost even money. Not quite, but almost. Would you bet $10 to get Connor McDavid over 55 and a half goals? I think I might. Leon Dreisaitl also at minus 15 on either side. Over 50.5. The sports books are expecting a lot of goals from the Oilers this season, and I very, very much like it. So Connor McDavid, over 55.5 goals. I'm going to actually take the under on that one. I still think whoop, I still think he's going to have a 50-goal season, but I don't know that he's going to have another 60-goal season. Then again, I wouldn't bet against him, so I'm not going to put a month. I'm not going to put any money on this one, I don't think. Leon Dreisaitl, however, over 50.5, I would put money on that. The guy is durable. He scores a ton from his office near the slot, or near the crease, I should say. He's going to get his power play minutes. He's going to get his five-on-five minutes. Leon Dreisaitl, over 50.5. I am doing that because I am over 19 plus and can do so responsibly. If you want to put a bet down, I encourage you to do it with our friends at Betway. Go buy an Alfa Romeo right now. Subscribe to the podcast and write a review or I will terminate you. And I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, buy a Alfa Romeo. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The voicemail is brought to you by Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. Go check out alpharomeoedmonton.ca. Check out the Tenali. 
starting at 47190 You can book a test drive on the Tenali. This thing is beautiful. I also encourage you to test drive a Stelvio. That's what I've been driving for the last year and a bit, and it has honestly changed my life. Changed my opinion on what a car can be. Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, they are the proud sponsor of the voicemail. Alpha Romeo Edmonton.ca. That's where we're starting. Ben told you, I mean, definitely not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was definitely not Ben. It could have been the governor. It could have just been Ben. I don't know that that impression was dialed in. So let's just get started on the voicemail for our friends at Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. Go buy an Alpha Romeo right now. Hey, big mouth. A little update on the girl situation. She gets back from Vancouver tonight. In case you missed this, Nick uh, met a girl on Tinder. They did what young love, young couple, young people, they did what people do. And now he's in a tricky situation. Some ladies were giving him some advice last week, including talking to a therapist, which was probably the best advice at all, to be honest. Uh, so Nick is now providing us an update. Now you were caught up. So hopefully we get a resolution to this real quick. And you know what? I'll leave a voicemail right when it happens. Um, but I just wanted to come on here and say that uh, listening to what Owen and Ari are going through, Specifically, I don't I don't want to say make appreciate, but it makes me feel a little bit better about my breakup with my ex, um, which was, you know, the reason why I got on Tinder in the first place and why I'm in this girl situation. Um, I'm not even going to lie. My ex broke up with me. I was madly in love with her. And I don't know, something happened and I missed it. And she wasn't honest when she broke up with me. Everyone I've told the story to said, there's something more to the story. If you wanted, if you want that, I can leave another voicemail. But the point being, she wasn't honest with me when she broke up, and you know what? That really hurt. And we went completely no contact. I have not talked to my ex in the two months, two and a half months since we broke up, because you know, she broke up with me within a few days. Within a week, I deleted her pictures, deleted her number, unfollowed her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't have any of this shit. It hurts, but it's over. No point thinking about it. And hearing what Owen and Ari are going through, specifically Owen with this girl playing games with them, makes me appreciate that fact that we didn't talk. And I know if my ex started playing games with me, it would have sent me into a spiral. I would have lost my mind. So, Owen, I really feel for you, man. And I'm Why are you chuckling in the background as Nick's pouring his heart out here in the voicemail? What's going on with you? I, I mean, like... We're we're in the middle of the preseason. The Heritage Classic jerseys just came out. We're looking ahead at the Oilers, but I'm still dealing with my boys. I'm trying to raise them right, you know? And it's just kind of funny to me. <laughs> this podcast has evolved immensely over the last year, and it's only getting weirder. Owen? Hey, Big Milk. So this can be a bit of a change of pace for my last, I guess, month of voicemails. I <laughs> um, All right. Um, I got some pretty bad news this summer. Um, one of my friends and teammates on the football team in high school was diagnosed with cancer. Fuck man. I'm sorry to hear that. Cancer is the, the worst fuck, fuck cancer forever. And it looked like they had caught it early and, um, that he was going to be okay after a couple rounds of chemo. Today I kind of I found out that it it got worse. Um, and it doesn't look good for him right now. Like fuck, I, I'm 18. Like I I can't believe. Like it's, I'm too young to have one of my friends struggling like this. I I don't know. 
I don't know why I decided to come onto the podcast and tell this story. I guess I just needed to talk to someone. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's not fair. It's just not fair. He's one of the nicest kids I know. Great student. He's a year younger than me. Um, he had. I'll just say he had a pretty good shot of playing football in university, whether that be in Canada or even in the United States. One of the best football players I'd ever played with. It's just unfair. It's just unfair. Shit, man. I'm sorry to hear that. That is fucking unfair. Fuck cancer, dude. It's one of the... Um, it's one of those diseases that affects literally all of us. We all know somebody who's had cancer. We all know somebody who currently does. In my family right now, I have members of my family that are battling cancer and they're doing the fight that your friend is doing. And I'm so sorry to hear that you're going through this. It is a horrible, horrible disease, no matter what type it is. And... Um, I'm sorry to hear that, man. You can hear it in your voice. He's obviously a dear friend to you. And I, 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 the only thing I can say to you is rally around him. Try and keep his spirits up as best you can. There's, there's, you know, be the friend that you are to him. What you're going through is probably, uh, you know, pales in comparison to what's going on in his mind over there. So be the rock for him that he needs right now. And, for yourself, make sure that you're talking to somebody and like letting it out a little bit. It's if you want to let it out in the voicemail, do it here. We'll talk about it. Um, but I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That's that's miserable. It is a miserable, miserable disease. And uh, I know that there's a lot of listeners right now that are feeling what you're feeling, whether that's from something in the past, something they're currently dealing with, or um, just empathizing with your situation. You're a young man and you've got your whole life ahead of you. And here's hoping that, you know, here's hoping that there's still some fight left in this situation and that you can keep moving forward. And just because it may have turned for the worst now doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way, but make sure to, to take care of your friend, to stand by him and to also take care of yourself while you're at it. Okay, pal. Sorry to hear that. That's, that's devastating news for sure. Hello, my beautiful bag, Luke. What's going it on, is ben? me, Ben. I don't think I've left a voicemail in like three weeks. Um, I'm that fish tank in the background always makes me feel like you're peeing, even though I know it's a fish tank. It rattles me, even though it shouldn't. But here we are. Welcome back, Ben. Like honestly, I'm really, really sorry about that. Just at school and stuff. Um. Back to school, eh, Ben? Yeah, this is on. Okay, and so, yeah. Um, You'll be in high school now, I think, right? How old are you? You're 13? Turn on 14? I don't remember when your birthday is. What, grade 9, grade 10? I don't remember what age you are in those specific grades. You're getting there, Ben. We're going to run through it. What's going on here? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks, buddy. This is like, like I've literally been so busy. I'm listening to the episode from three weeks ago, like the BLTN. But um, yeah. So I, I think I te- told you and said donkey volley. I thought made the voices. Um, he had oh, result. Been, well, famous last words. He had been, uh, voicemailing, and I thought it was he was doing it to get ahead of the campaign, but. I uh, might be wrong. Um, you're awesome. Um, have a great day, maybe. 
<laughs> ben, just check it in. I love that kid. He's the best. L-C-Y-E-G, you are up next in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Hey, Big Milk. Hello. I'm going to try to make this quick for all of our friends that are requesting advice on their relationships. Please. Um, there was a movie, a not very good movie, that came out in 2008, 2009, somewhere around there, called He's Just Not That Into You. How dare you say not that great? How dare you? Again, we discovered that LCYG and I are the same age last week. How dare you? And you don't have to watch it, but the gist is if someone wants to be spending time with you, if they want to develop a relationship, they will do what they can to develop that relationship. They won't make excuses. They won't like send you dick pics and then, sorry, Ben, not want to hang out. They will do what they can to develop a relationship with you. So if that's not happening, then let them go and stop torturing yourself. Be kind to yourself. You got this, guys, girls, whoever. And can we please just talk about hockey now? I'm <laughs> I'm ready for some hockey. Thanks, Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I'm ready to talk about hockey and the voicemail again. That's what I'm ready for, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'll see YG. Treat yourself first. Sometimes you got to take care of yourself before you get into the other nonsense. I just think that's good advice. Well, apparently, battle it never is becoming a relationship advice. <laughs> um, I'm now 48. Fucking hell, when did that happen? Um, if you're not happy in a relationship, turn the fuck off. <laughs> if there's something going on, endorse her, love her. Cherish her. Otherwise, just fuck it off. Don't go. <laughs> just fucking get rid of her. Otherwise, kiss her funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he's a presidential candidate, folks. He, he just right to the point. He gives you the message you need to hear, not necessarily the one you want to hear. Ben. Holy shit, bag milk. Hey, hey. Pardon the language. I just finished all the podcasts up until week three. Oh, man, you really need me to keep it together, eh? <laughs> uh-huh. What has happened to the glorious podcast I love? Mm. You're giving dating advice? What the heck is Nick doing? Um... <laughs> Listen, the kid's got a point. What the fuck's going on with this podcast? Maybe it's time to put an end to the dating vice once and for all. Here's my last thoughts. If you're unhappy, eat a banana and go outside. Have a glass of water. <laughs> What's his name? Owen? That, uh, the girl just kind of sounds like a bitch? Or, sorry. That's two uh, quarters in the swear jar. Like, not genuine. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, it is always interesting hearing a child swear like that. So, Ben, two quarters in the swear jar, my friend. We're going to be paying for your college education by the time this is over. Other guy. Uh, it, it's, it's just so complicated. Holy bag milk. You really need me to keep it together. I agree, Ben. Welcome back, buddy. Good to have you back. Um, this weird relationship advice scenario we have um, is an experienced man 
Um, well, I'm a donkey, so you know. I actually liked your uh, your last advice, Mister Mister Donkey, of just fuck them off. I think is what you said, and I. Uh, I mean, it made me laugh. So, how could that be bad advice? Um, I've chased a few um, cul-de-sacs in the town who <laughs> I absolutely put. <laughs> oh, that was disgusting! Chased a few cul-de-sacs. Oh my god! Oh, ban this guy from the podcast. Putting pedestals. Yeah, we do this. <laughs> we do it. But <laughs> the fuck. I'm in my twenties. The things I did, chasing weird things, which I thought had breasts and vagina. No, I don't want to objectify them, but yeah, yeah, we we all get involved. Don't get too involved. Seriously, there's there's someone, everyone out there for someone. But yeah, there's someone out there for everyone. Yes. <laughs> Just don't get too involved about it. <laughs> don't get too involved. What kind of advice is that? Ah, uh, you know what? Let's give everybody. Uh, let's pivot it. Let's give the worst dating advice possible. I think that's probably the play here as we move towards the podcast. We, we like LCYG said. Let's talk about some hockey. Maybe I might have some hockey. Po- Maybe I just have to start vetting these. Is that what we got to do here? I mean, Christ, um, let's have a look at it. It's um, that Australian thing wants to do weird things to my bottom, which I'm probably not into. But, you know, if he buys me a, a Australian beer, not Foster's, I might be into. Maybe a nice VB. Gets me drunk. You never know. Girls like girls. Men like women. Um, boys like, well, I'm. I like the female form, personally. But yeah, female advice. Um, relationship advice. This is the donkey. I'm 48 now. It doesn't really matter. It's like you're all getting really upset about stuff that you... I promise you now, I've had women I just absolutely adored. Um, it doesn't happen. I look back and go, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> right, you cunts. Oh. I said cunts. Anyway. Wow. Get fucked. Anyway, I love you. Just settle it down, will you? Right. Game, set, and match. Don't care. Bag milk, what is that word he used? What does that word mean? I'll tell you when you're older, Quads. That is not for you right now, okay? Anonymous caller, can we please move away from the dating advice? Well, good afternoon. Uh, we report live from the Japanese Grand Prix. Where's... What was that? That was probably the cap. I missed the Japanese Grand Prix. Saw Max Verstappen won again. The F1 season is back where it basically has been for most of the F1 season. You know. um, yeah, Logan Sargent's crashed because he's a bit crap. <laughs> um, we always get North Americans idiots as car number two Williams. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, How dare you? Is are you taking a shot at Nikola Tifi right now? How dare you take a shot at Nikola Tifi? He was a staple at the back of the grid, and I show you. I demand you show him respect, sir. It's not going well. So Team Williams are a bit shit here. Um, yes. There you go, a little F1 talk. At least it's sports, right? At least it's sports. The one sending you all those clips is me, Bag Milk. I am 
the Bitman. And my mission is to fuck with you. Goodbye. You sound like this button on my roadcaster I don't like. Large robot, I am a large robot. I am the one leaving the voicemails that you do not like. Goodbye. That's what that sounded like to me. Anonymous caller would say you this one. Now, I know you like this shit right here. Fucking right. Uh, I created this new voice to have a voice that ain't the big beat voice. Sometimes that voice doesn't want to cooperate. And I thought this might be a good idea. So, here we go. Fuck Donkey Volley, by the way. Dukes, are you outing yourself as all the uh, Will of Thousands? Now, I would have to go back and listen, but I don't recognize... Like, I, This is the first time your accent has come through, if that is indeed you, allegedly getting thrown onto the pile of suspects. Anonymous caller would say you. It is I, Ugh. the Will of Thousands. Not this guy again. But it is I also, the Bitman. It's all made a friend. It's nice to have friends. Bad milk. What do you want? Oh, Let me remind you of your mission. Your mission to find out my identity. You still have no idea who I am and you haven't gotten close. It's someone you know very well. Hmm. That is all I can tell you. Until then, I am still here. Someone I know very well. Someone I know very well. Narrows it down to, oh, I don't know, hundreds of people at this point, I feel like. You know? How many friends do you have on Facebook? Was that ever a thing with you where you just tried to rack up your total? I gotta do a purge on Facebook. I'm just seeing too many things that I just, you know, don't care about. I don't go on Facebook really outside of work stuff. But because I have to go on for work stuff, I see a bunch of your junk. So that hint doesn't help us, Zol. Frankly, I was kind of enjoying not having him on the podcast the last couple of weeks. The pregnant pauses between sentences annoy me. Up next, another anonymous caller. What say you? Good afternoon. Oh, the this donkey. is obviously the donkey. I think we need a thoroughly good conversation about pissing. Yes, we all do it. <laughs> I piss, you piss, we all piss. Should I call Tyler? This bit is right up his alley. As you know, if you listen to the Real Life Podcast, Tyler, big piss guy. But where do we do it? Hmm. Personally, I'm not afraid to piss in my own sink. You. Hmm. Where are you? Do you really? Like, are you trying to save water or something? Isn't there like a pee trap under there that traps it? Like, don't you have to rinse it down? Oh, don't pee in your sink, dude. You're afraid to piss. Do you piss in your sink? No. Because it's a strong male influence in the house. My house. I will piss in the sink if I want to. <laughs> it's my party and I'll piss if I want to, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Oh. Good afternoon. <laughs> the donkey, um, I don't know if that's part of the platform or not, or he's just expressing his uh, his hobbies and theories. 
I piss in the sink all the time, but I like to do it specifically when you're washing dishes. You got a sink full of soap and water and you're scrubbing it down and I just unzip the fly and let it go. It is uh, one of my favorite party tricks. I recommend you try it. Up next, we have got Liam. I don't think this is my Liam. I think this is another Liam. Um, getting back to you on that bet about Ali Alevi, uh, I might have bet a bit too much on it. Mm, yes. I think it was something in the realm of $100. Oh, no. Yes, that was a really, really stupid bet in hindsight. But, yeah, holding out hope. Last week, if you missed it, Liam had a bet with one of his buddies that he was going to be like a top four guy or he, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you, you, Olavi, he ain't doing it for you, pal. I'm just, I'm, you know, it's not going to happen. Liam again. Hey, BM, it's me again. Uh, I took your advice from last show and I asked out the girl yes. and well, she said no ah. and shit kind of no. hurts. Yeah, I bet. But you know, and I get what you said about you're probably not even gonna remember her in five years. <laughs> well, have a good day. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> Shit, that's cold fuck. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes the lady will turn you down, but you know what you should be proud of yourself for? Taking a swing. A lot of times a dude will just look at a girl he likes and never say a thing and she'll never know what you're interested in. Now she knows. Now she knows, and while it may not have worked this time, it's going to work out better for you in the end. Uh, Kyle the Embalmer, you're up. What's up, BM? <clears throat> I know that uh, hockey started this week, but there's something else that also started this weekend. Uh, so I'm going to give you my quick first thoughts of the new season of Love is Blind. Oh, please, yes. I've watched the first uh, couple episodes of Love is Blind as well. If you don't know, they stick them in a pod. They have to talk through the wall. They essentially get engaged with, a, with sight unseen. Great show. Um, super weird. I love it. So I think in this voicemail, I am not going to give away spoilers since it just came out Friday. So Smart. I'll just give my quick initial thoughts of some of the people that stick out to me. So mm -hmm. let's start with Milton. Yep. Uh, you know, Milton is the 25 year old, like guy who like, he's like a nerdy kind of, I don't know how to describe Milton. He's like a dude who is, he may be 25, but his soul is 50. Looks like he's 45 and like, you know, uh, like someone else pointed out to me, he like has like the face of a Muppet. <laughs> hmm. Uh, is he, I kind of like the guy. It's probably the best looking one that's there. Um, that's the dude that's the bald dude who uh, feels self-conscious about it didn't even tell the missus that he was bald but even though that's his biggest insecurity uh, interesting cat that dude Shay, fuck that guy you don't like Uche eh? he's judgy about stupid shit fuck him and his stupid face <laughs> uh, JP the firefighter <laughs> uh -huh. I think it's love that it's a good guy obviously <laughs> maybe I'm being a little biased Kyle is also a firefighter in case you were wondering where that comes from but Lydia, I really don't like her. I don't like her energy, her way she looks. She's just fucking loud. She's just too much. Uh, Chris, Chris is a real nice guy. I feel kind of bad for him. Rejected, brought back. Uh, but hopefully things will work out for him. And I'm running out of time. I'll have to have one more. Yeah, the Jared guy's a little bit goofy. I'm on actually Netflix's website and just kind of, it's the, the cast guide 
for season five. And most of these people, when you watch Love is Blind, you just you don't realize how most of them are a non-event on the show. I'm looking at a lot of these people that are listed in the cast, and I'm like, who? I haven't seen you before, unless you're like a background character. All right, part two of Love is Blind. Now, I will preface... I've seen up to episodes three right now. I'm about to watch episode four, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to give thoughts here. I'll give some more info in my thoughts maybe this weekend about the next episodes when they come out on Friday. Sure. So, uh, the last person I think I'll talk about um, is Johnny. Yep, Johnny. Johnny is is a woman. She's she's kind of I, I don't know. There's something off about her. She's a but, lawyer. You know, Johnny with the weak chin. Just kind of a mind fuck, which people will realize once they start watching it. Um, but I mean, I, I think I'll stick with those people for now. My other thoughts on the season so far is the women seem to really support each other. They do more than I've seen in previous seasons. They really do. And uh, and instead of like fighting behind each other's backs or they they seem really open, like supporting each other when there's issues and whatnot. So, uh, there's some drama, the end of episode three, Yep, which I'm not going to tell everybody, but it's definitely worth it. So I'm going to have another episode four, probably won't leave another voicemail about this, but, uh, you'll hear more from me maybe this weekend. So in the meantime, uh, trade Bouchard, <laughs> The other thing about the ladies in Love is Blind this season, there's a lot of cool career women, too. And I love to see that. Uh, Lydia, geologist. Erica, marketing manager. Miriam is a scientist. Uh, Stacy is a director of operations. Uh, Johnny is a lawyer. Linda is a talent acquisition recruiter. There's some teachers in there. There's a veterinarian in there. There's a lot of good catches on the ladies. I feel like some of the dudes on this show are going to luck out when they get uh, matched up with some of these ladies, provided that they meet somebody. New caller, I think, Jack. Have we ever heard from you before? Hey, everybody. I have some relationship drama to throw out there for some advice. (laughs) I'm 22. I've been seeing this girl for about a month now, and it's been going really well. By far the best kind of few dates I've had with a girl in a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. We get along really well, and we seem to be very compatible. This is exciting so far. And then we What's just the had our fourth date, mm-hmm. and I found out that she has a kid, which is a lot. Interesting. So I don't know what to do. Well, like it's generally don't have very good luck with women. At least I haven't yet. And she's great. We get a lot, like I said, super compatible, both in a relationship way and, you know, <clears throat> the other way. Gross. But she has a kid. Gross. So, well, I'm not important, though. obviously ready to be a fucking dad to someone else's kid when I'm 22. So I don't really know what to do. Like, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, first of all, a woman, there's nothing more important than a, uh, you know, than a single mom. She's got one of the the most difficult jobs you can ever have, right? So I think that when you're dealing with um, a single mom like this, or at least she's trying to match up with you, you got to be honest. What I find interesting is she waited till date four to tell you she had a child. Like maybe it's just because when I was on the dating apps, I was a lot older than you. That was just one of the first things that kind of came up. Like, do you have kids? Yes, no. 
Um, what's your career like this, this. So that one's interesting to me, but ultimately if you're not ready to raise, um, raise a kid where you're at in your life, then you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're talking about that. It's the only thing you got to think about the kid as well. Like it's the only thing fair to him is not having random dudes in and out of his life, uh, that don't want to be there. Right. All right. I'm back for part two now. All right. Cause Jack is back. I wasn't done talking. Okay. So, huh. normally for relationships, like I try to just jump in, like there's no point going half ass. I might as well try to see where things go with a girl. I try not to have like reservations, all that type of shit. So I want, I, you know, you just go head first and if it doesn't work, then she gets hurt, you get hurt, but whatever it, I think it's a better way of doing things. But in this case, if I say see her for a year or something, who knows, but say like I get to know her over a long period, it's bad enough that like if we break up, like we'll both be hurt. Yep. But I don't want to like, I don't know. The kid's like one and a half. If the kid gets attached to me in some way, that would fucking crush me. Totally. So I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, not being ready to raise a child is valid if you're 22 years old. Some people are. If you're not, this is a conversation you got to have, man. This is part of being an adult. So if you're not ready to raise a child and she has one, it's not like this is a dog and you can put it in a kennel and you can leave together, you know? You got to be honest, dude. You're going to have to man up here. And I think any of the ladies listening to this would be like, you're dealing with a single mom here and you're dealing with a child and you're saying all the things, you know, the answer already. You have to have this conversation with her. And that's, that's the only advice. Nick again. Hey, Big Milk. So uh, Ari phoned in last week and Ari had a little bit of a situation where his, uh, his ex has a new man. He was a uh... His dream girl has a new man, and he was feeling a little, uh, feeling all down on himself. So. I cannot wait to talk about hockey as this keeps carrying on. Man, I might skip some of these if they if they keep coming in. I'm just putting that out there. Um, so listen, Ari, I'm, I know I'm, I shouldn't be giving you advice, and this is probably dog shit advice anyway. <laughs> but I feel like I can talk to you as peers. I think we're roughly the same age. With both. Two idiots talking to each other. That's what I like about this. I suggest. Everybody hive minds their terrible ideas. That's what Satan wants to do. The university, you know, we're both kind of going through a breakup of our first relationship at the same time. So uh, I'll give you a piece of advice that was given to me, and that is the right relationship isn't fragile. Meaning these little cracks, these little things shouldn't break up a relationship if it's the right one and if it's a healthy one. And for the most part, so I know you think she was your dream girl. Sometimes you got to walk through it. But the right person and the right relationship, she would not move on that quickly. If she would move on that quickly, it was going to happen eventually and it was going to fail eventually. I mean, that's fair. I think that's fair. You know what? We're going to move on. Ari and Nick, I suggest you two uh, connect via Instagram or something. and You can talk about it there. Hello, better late than never. This is your boy. OJ Chalmers. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode of the Real Life Podcast, we've been learning over the weeks that Chalmers does a ridiculous OJ Simpson impression. If you haven't heard the way that OJ Simpson speaks, go to his Twitter account and he goes, Hello there, X-World. It's your pal OJ checking in from the golf course. Just want to talk a little fancy football. It's ridiculous. Telling you to vote for Dukes for president of this podcast. 
Donkey Guy's okay. But after watching him follow Shrek around for like eight movies, he ain't no leader. He ain't no leader. I don't like the way he runs the ball. <laughs> anyway, both for Dukes. This is O.J. Chalmers. And definitely not Dukes. Definitely not Dukes. Definitely not Dukes. Anonymous message. Is this a bumper? What is this? What color is a mirror? What color do they use when painting a mirror? Are mirrors green? Isn't that concerning? Not really, Waz. Pretty sure mirrors are green, are they not? Pretty sure. They're confusing me. Are mirrors green? Uh, Yeah, their surface atoms give a reflection of a very slight green tinge. Yeah, there you go, Waz. There's your answer for that one, pal. Don't think that you can go through one podcast without this playing at least once. Are you ready for it? You know what's coming. Roger. Nope, not today. All hail Zol, the will of thousands. All hail Zol, the will of, you know, having one bit. Roger's right. Nope, we're not doing that today. I agree with Satan, we're not doing it today. Roger. All right. If vegetable oil is made out of vegetables and sunflower oil is made out of sunflowers, then baby oil? Think about it. It's obviously made out of dead babies. We just grind them up into a paste. We put them through like a, you know, uh, a pasteurization process and it goes on to other babies to prevent rashes. They say when you get on a plane that you're flying, right? So. When you get on a train, aren't you training? Isn't that concerning? Waz, are you high right now? Allegedly, in my opinion. Where are these questions coming from? Uh, I do like trains. There's something very relaxing. It brings me back to being like baby in a cage or baby in a cradle. When I'm a baby in a cage. <laughs> anyway. Um, Hang on. I think I missed one. Hey, I'm back. So after a couple of days to wrap my head around everything, me and the girl went out for a coffee for a couple hours and talked about everything, asked each other all the questions we thought we needed to. And Oh, is this Jack? Jack's back with an update. Kind of decided together that we're going to try to see where it goes. So we're going to keep going out and see where it all ends up. Well, I'm proud of you, Jack. You had an adult conversation there. Life changes quickly when you meet the right girl, I suppose. You know, is this back to Dukes? Anyway, um, good afternoon, etc. Hmm. Oh, just a oh, bit of housekeeping. I um, just got the office on in the background, so just to clear it up, I'm not actually in mid-tier northeastern sales office of a paper company i'm just watching it on telly um i don't believe that you don't work at dunder mifflin you know or the michael scott paper company either way and i'm patting my dog so i don't know what it probably can't hear that on the thing hold on oh he's just kicking me in the ribs fuck you grats uh i just thought i'd better come on and refute whatever the fuck donkey volley's going on with this week um i'm sure it's absolutely nonsical I mean, yes. Although, um, 
stop caring so much about dating life is very funny to me. Nonsensical. Sorry, not nonsensical. Um, he, I don't know. I feel genuinely sorry for him. The man's 48 and he's decrepit. Moment of <laughs> silence for our elder. I, I respect our elders, except Donkey Volley. Um, I hope everyone's got over their little heartbreaks and all that other shit because hockey's right around the corner. And we need to fill our hearts with love for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Waz is awesome. Team Dukes, let's fucking go. Well, wait till you hear these questions from Waz that just came in. Maybe you're changing your opinion. (laughs) I've got two very short clips left remaining in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Waz, are these you on your weird tangent of questions here? What's going on right now? Are we speed dating? If the past tense for the word take is took, shouldn't the past tense for the word bake be book? Isn't that concerning? Here's what I know about the English language. It is impossible to make sense of it. The rules don't apply consistently. That's all you need to know about English. Let's wrap up the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail with one last weird question from Waz, I'm assuming. If the lens of a camera is a circle... (laughs) then why is the picture a rectangle? Shouldn't the picture be a circle instead? Isn't that concerning? Not at all concerning. In fact, I've never thought about it once in my life until just now. Uh, Has something to do with how the camera crops it, I suppose. Who cares, Waz? Concerned about you. You're on a weird tangent right now. That's where we wrap up the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Book a test drive in the Tenali. Go visit alpharomeoedmonton.ca. Book yourself a test drive. Get yourself upgraded. Get yourself into a new whip that is going to show the new you. alpharomeoedmonton.ca. Let's move past the relationship advice here in the voicemail as well, right? Let's do that. Let's agree on that together. Lastly, I want to tell you that the Nation Gear sale is still going on at nationgear.ca. We're running out of inventory, though. They got 50% off shirts, 25% off hoodies and hats, and uh, we're only doing it while supplies last. Lastly, another reminder about Oilers Nation Night at the Track. That's coming up on Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Come watch the ponies with us. Lastly, I want to give a shout-out to... The Audio Department, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, Betway, and our new friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Let's make some memories with them this season. For all of you, I want to say thank you for joining us. I appreciate every single one of you and all the voicemails, even if your dating advice is now being pushed aside because we've overdone it. Got it? Good.